0: Present time, you were an employee of the Jenko Olive Oil Company? That's right. But in actuality, you were a member of the Corleone crime organization?
1: Uh,
2: no, we called it the Corleone family, Senator. We called it the family. What was your
0: position?
1: At first, like everybody else, I, I was a soldier. What is that? A button, you know, Senator. Come on. No, I don't I know.
2: Tell me. Well, when the boss says push a button on a guy, I push a button. See, Senator? Mr. Queston.
1: You mean you kill people? A what? You kill people at uh, at the behest of your superiors.
2: Yeah, that's right, Counselor.
1: Made me view, view, view. Look what you just made me view, look what you just made me view. Hello everyone, welcome back to Look What You Made Me View. This is the podcast where we watched a sequel and Michael Corleone killed some more people. I'm Kaylee.
0: I'm Ryan. And I'm Tom.
1: Welcome back, Tom.
2: Yeah, guest episode. We're both part of the same hypocrisy, Senator but never think it applies to my family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. We watched The Godfather too. Wow, this was wildly different. Uh, Ryan, do you want to actually know? Hold up, Tom. Tom, do you want to give us a back-of-the-box summary?
0: Absolutely. Okay, this one's long. It's from a, <laughs> a VHS from quite a while ago. Okay. All right. The brilliant companion piece to the original The Godfather. <laughs> continues the saga of two generations of successive power within the Corleone family. Coppola tells two stories in part two, colon. The roots and rise of a young Don Vito, played with uncanny ability by Robert De Niro, and the ascension of Michael Al Pacino as the new Don, reassembling many of the talents who helped to make The Godfather. Coppola has produced a movie of staggering magnitude and vision, and undeniably the best sequel ever made. <laughs> Robert De Niro won an Oscar, the film received 12 Academy Award nominations, and was named Best Picture.
1: Wow, man. That's a hmm. bold statement, just on the VHS. Yep. The best sequel ever made. Ryan, how would you summarize, how would you pitch this movie?
2: <laughs> i was not i'm not prepared at all i uh i, I sat admittedly sat down to just enjoy this and mm-hmm. try to you know everybody talks this up as the greatest sequel and, undeniably the greatest and sequ- better than the first one and i liked the first one so i'm thinking all right this is this is gonna be a masterpiece and I think it is. The elevator pitch for this is, you've seen The Godfather, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Yo. What (laughs) if we got two Godfathers in the same mood?
1: Oh, yeah! (laughs) That's pretty much my summary. Yeah. I was going to say, like... Sequel, double the dons. Double
2: the dons. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> double we got the double dons. dons. This double the dons.
0: Wait till you see Godfather three.
1: Is it three dons? <laughs> but double down on the <laughs>
2: dons, don's, dons not, is like
1: pretty that. good, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> double the dons. Um, this was not nearly as exciting as the first one in my mind. Like I, I struggled to follow the plot. It was like Star Wars episode two for me. There was huh. a lot of politics. Yeah. It was. Long, um, and I mean it's gorgeous.
0: The movie, the movie is very confusing.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, It's it's
0: got a lot going on, and there's like characters that you think are dead, but then they're not. And yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's what that's the confusing. And then there's like time jumps, so it feels like I'm watching Westworld, but in a world that I'm somehow less familiar with.
2: I see why people like it. The rewatchability is super
0: high for this. Yeah. So I'll say one thing that, so I I had some, I got some, I did a little bit of research before we watched the movie this time for oh, once
1: yeah.
0: um, to find some trivia pieces. And so there's some interesting trivia, actually kind of about the time skip. So originally the plot moved back and forth more frequently, mm. but uh, the test screenings, people got really, really confused. Mm. So they recut it to have like, you know how it's kind of like, here's a block of Michael, here's a block of Vito, here's a block of Michael, here's a block of Vito. Okay. The original edit had it more... Like there'd be a scene, a scene and then a scene and then a scene and then a scene and it would flip back and forth more wow. frequently. Did they
2: did they indicate whether or not that was more uh, intentional with drawing parallels? Meaning, like you could have yeah, similar moments in I, each of their lives. I mean, I don't I don't know if together.
0: that cut like exists anywhere to be okay. seen, yeah. but I, I just know that it happened. Right on. Um, I would be I'd be curious if they did it. That would be make sense of a way to put it together, right? Sure. To put it away. So they're doing similar stuff, but like contrasted. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so before we get too far into the plot... Well, I was going to um,
2: ask, um, yeah. you brought Godfather to us, and you're bringing this to us, and I, you know, we would normally ask you why you're introducing uh, the movie to us, and it kind of seems imperative here. Uh, <laughs> oh, we have to do this. Okay.
0: I mean, I think this one's sort of obvious, because yeah. we watched the last one, and you haven't seen this, and it's undeniably... The greatest sequel ever made, yeah. at least as of 1983 or so, whenever that VHS well, came
2: Well, nobody at that point had seen the sequel to the first Thor movie.
1: Sure, yeah. That's true. Yeah.
0: Um, or the Iron Man second 2. Second Iron Man. John Wick 3 was not out yet.
1: Technically a sequel, yeah. Matrix 2
0: was Clerks not out. Two? Clerks, Clerks 2. Clerks <laughs> 2. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's a bold statement, and I just, I kind of... Dumb and
0: Dumber had not yet been released.
1: That's true. <laughs> Zoolander, too. <laughs> I don't get the hype. I really don't. I'm, I'm lost. I'm confused. I don't understand what happened here. Um, so I just kind of want to go over the plot a little bit so I can just so, figure out I mean, who is mean It seems who. like the
2: consensus is this is um, good, but not as good as the first one because it's confusing. It's harder to follow... Uh, I agree. It really is disruptive at times, but, um, I like that chase for what the director's trying to do. I kind of like, um, it felt more like a book. You know, when you, you're reading a book and Mm -hmm. the next chapter is nothing close to where you want it to go. Yeah. You're, you just finished up this, this part of the story and, or you're reading this part of the story
1: Mm -hmm. and then
2: we're done for now. Yeah, and you don't want to be done for now.
1: Yeah, Now we're trying to figure out what's going on with the characters, and yeah. then we get like John Steinbeck, and there's a story about a turtle. So, right. like, yeah. it's very confusing. It
2: it's dependent on your memory, and when you're with your friends and you're drinking and you're <laughs> watching a movie and just having a good time, yeah, it's not necessarily that easy to follow this story. So,
0: there's yeah. a little bit of backstory, actually. This plays into a little bit with what you're talking about like kind of the themes of what the intention of the movie was so originally this was supposed to be directed by martin scorsese
2: Mm. wow and paramount
0: said no because he's uh so tied to bobby d i have no wanted to be the director i don't know why that so um so francis ford coppola wanted to produce it he didn't want to direct it he was like, Martin Scorsese should direct this. And then oh, Paramount works. was like, no, nope, that's not going to happen. But they really wanted the sequel because the first movie had been so successful. Oh, and yeah. so they basically asked him to do it. And he gave him a list of demands of like what he wanted, which is, there was, had to do with like a different producer, I think, on the project and then uh, like a different money guy. And then, um, he was like, I want to do the con- what he would call as the contrasting stories of the rise of Vito Corleone and the downfall of Michael Corleone at the same time to oh. contrast them. Oh. That, was the, wow. that was the idea of, of contrasting the two stories. Was One was, here's Vito coming up, and here's Michael falling apart.
2: This is a story of Michael falling down?
1: This is a story all about how Mike's life got flipped, turned upside down. I, I happen need a to minute? agree. I'll I, sit right here. <laughs> Tell you the story. <laughs> um, no, I mean I see it less as like a parallel between Vito's life and Michael's life, and more as like a here is an explanation of everything Vito did, how he built up the family, and here is why it sucks so bad that Michael is failing this hard like we we get an understanding Michael of what is we're failing losing.
2: I'm still trying to
0: understand that I think he's failing he's so he's I think he's succeeding in a certain sense but he's failing in other sense
1: I mean his own family is betraying him you know like his own brother is betraying him I see that as a failure especially like within this tight-knit family community
2: bro do you understand <laughs> I'm calling you bro again on
1: another show
2: you're my show bro
1: thanks Dude.
2: Now let me tell you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, the the parallels in this to like what I've experienced for real are real,
1: and Ryan's talking, of course, about his Italian experience. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> my
2: connections are deep. <laughs> My family should be in jail.
1: His life experiences living in New York. No. <laughs> in the 1950s.
2: But no, just um, having to take over for an elder family member, you know, and, you know, kind of take care of people around you um, uh, and carry on the business that, that they started. So I, I understand that. And this is more, uh, you know, while I understand Michael in a lot of ways, this becomes more of just. It's the gangster stuff, Mm -hmm. the mob stuff, Uh, and we talked about that in the first episode, um, how that's not that great, but it's so poetic in the way they deliver it. This is more political in the way they deliver it, and it's clinical in some ways, Mm -hmm. um, but it's also – I think the juxtaposition of the timelines is is super important to color everything that's going on. I think
1: even deeper than that, though, we have juxtapositions of like grand historic events and what's happening to the individual. I mean, we get the start of isolationist Cuba, and we're seeing Michael become more and more isolated. That was
2: a mind blower to bring in that historical accuracy and like that event into this narrative. Like,
1: I don't know why I, I didn't think of it, it. like 1958. Yeah. I should have been thinking like, what other historic stuff is yeah. going on at this time? It's wild, to, and then of to course we get New there. Year's. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I my first impression is so far musically, this thing is amazing. Uh, sonically, overall, this is a really cool movie. Uh, it looks great. Uh, it, it just I hate I see okay. <laughs> This is difficult. What do you guys think? I mean, do you like this movie?
1: Uh, uh, I, I've got opinions. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's nearly as good as the first one. Unpopular really? opinion number one.
2: Um, but, but I think tonally, because of the music and a lot of the visual choices, mm-hmm. this is a way better movie. I, way better.
1: I think it does uh, the same thing that Forrest Gump does. It ties in real events to make the story more real, to make the audience feel it more. It ties in like... Uh, but it's,
2: it's actually relevant to the story too, right? I mean, we're, when all this stuff is taking place, it's all about immigration and change, right? So to bring Cuba into that, to for that to be on the periphery, but also it parallels what the Italians are experiencing in some ways, right?
0: I, I think that was something that they tried to do in both movies is so... Uh, I believe that the Senate hearing there was a similar Senate hearing at some point that they were trying to parallel into like real world events. It's kinda of like the first one, there's like the uh clear Frank Sinatra stand-in. Right. right? There's yeah. like a couple parts in the first movie when you're like, this is clear and then I think some of the characters in the books were actually based on real Italian mafia figures.
2: Because at some point they're gonna to try to time to communism to indict them. You know, and get them out of the picture, regardless of whether they are actually communists or not. You can try to, you know, lump them in with that. Uh, And that was masterful. I think that was Mm -hmm. one of the better parts. They, it, it seemed so real. I don't know. I, it,
1: that's what I'm trying to say. They force gump they throw in real historical events um, to ground it in a time period and make it seem more real. But
2: the way all that's filmed, in the way it sounds and performed, like it, it, it all is so natural. It's it. I thought that was incredible, even though it's kind of boring. You know, uh, the idea of it is not that interesting, but the execution of it was amazing.
1: Well, sure. It's like looking at a painting that is so realistic that it just seems like a photograph. Sure, that's incredible that we can do that. And I like that sonically they throw in, you know, like bird noises and, and this movie Hello. does a Yeah. Like that? This, ber- uh, this bird. <laughs> this movie does a better this job bird, of righty. hiding um, moments where it's ADR. Right. I think they did a lot better job blending scenes and and making everything flow together and and sound cohesive. Yeah. But, I mean, it's less theatric than the first movie, and it's far more realistic, and I feel like uh, the film is hurt by that.
2: Well, they start with very similar things. A big party. And I thought it was a wedding. Yeah. Because my impression was uh, the Don would hear requests
0: uh from people at his child's wedding mm-hmm. so, yeah the the first movie starts with a wedding ends with a first communion or no 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 sorry not the first communion the christening right the baptism yeah when that when they're killing all the people and the second movie starts with a funeral and then a first communion
2: oh right yeah they go back in time the and it's um veto's older brother gets murdered on the way to bury their their father yeah Yeah. that's so crazy by don ciccio don ciccio
0: don which is their actual name not corleone no 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 no, 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 no. that's the don of the little town in sicily mm because remember like the the dude that kills his dad and his brother and then his mom and his mom oh because his mom's like don't kill my son he can't even speak Dude, yeah. that
1: scene was nuts, okay? So the mom gets, like, blasted. She gets thrown back, and, and that's how the film starts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, damn, that's crazy.
2: And all she's trying to do is save her last living relative.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah she's trying to save her son. Um, I was shocked to see that um, she described him as, as being not very bright, doesn't mm-hmm. talk. Um, like non verbal communication that's interesting,
2: I mean, is that true, or is that bullshit like what what's going on? Um, I don't
1: know
0: because he
2: doesn't seem like he's talking uh, who no, knows yeah,
0: I mean, he didn't seem to talk much. I think the first time you hear him talk is he starts singing, singing in yeah. the once he came to the United States yeah. and he's like in quarantine for having smallpox or something really yeah. interesting uh I- <laughs>
2: I don't know what to think about any of that. He's lost, and now he finds his voice. So,
0: I mean, it's all poetic and symbolic in some ways, but... uh, I think a lot of it is supposed to be contrasting. Like, that beginning scene is supposed to be contrasted against the beginning scene in the first movie to show, like, how things are not going as well as they were. So, like, you know, the first movie, they're having the wedding. um, People are waiting to, to... see the dom, but no one's really complaining about it right they're just kind of like yeah like i'm waiting yeah, yeah. but like in this one like everyone's like oh i gotta wait in line to see michael like oh why do i have to do that like he, like he's my brother i don't want to wait in line to see him and then you know like you get frank who in the first movie i'm pretty sure it's him the guy goes up to the band and he starts being like play the song yeah. you know and then they like start oh, playing it, and everybody's bro, yeah. like singing in like going crazy and he tries to do the same thing in this one but now they're in Nevada and then the, the senator gets up and he's like saying you know thanks and he's like mispronouncing all their names and yeah. then he goes to get the band to play the song and like they don't know any of the music and then they start playing Pop Goes the Weasel and they're like no like that's not I don't want you to play Pop Goes the Weasel. Dude the, the first yeah. time we
2: see Frank he is drinking out of a hose.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I think he was doing was he doing something similar in the first movie? Because I do remember Was somebody drinking out of a movie? hose in I'm the first movie. I'm pretty sure
0: he's in the first movie. Okay.
1: okay.
0: I, I mean, I haven't seen it since we watched it. <laughs> but like, but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy.
1: It's a really weird move but to But there's definitely the guy that, that, that
0: does that. It's basically yeah. the same thing. Whether it's him or not, yeah. I don't think is, is relevant. I think it just goes to show, like, hey, they're in Nevada now. Like... Things are kind of falling apart, like his sister's got all these issues, his brother's wife is there, and she's making a scene at the yeah. at the christening. Yeah. Um. Everyone's complaining about having to wait to see Michael, you know, the senator's coming in and giving and him a list of demands. the weird. And, I mean, yeah. it's
2: not, it, it, it is just nothing like what his father had gone through. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> There's no respect yet. But ultimately,
2: it builds to the sister coming in right yeah and she's got something very important to talk about she wants to get married yeah um and it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen he just talks to his sister like the motherfucking fiance is not there
1: yeah you're yeah. gonna
2: leave this man you're gonna do this you're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was so crazy. Well,
1: it's kind of exactly like how um, OG Dom Vito treated her first husband. Like, hey, don't, uh, he can be a part of the family, but don't tell him any of the family secrets. Like, don't let him in on the business. And then, like, Michael just completely disregards all. Yeah. Plagiar in like, front of
2: his face. Yeah. Is you know the important yeah, level there's,
1: there? There's not even like an ounce of faking it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: he's just really bold about it and he's still around you know the the movie continues and the the whole party continues and he's still there
1: yeah
0: he's still there through dinner but I think he never shows up after that right I thought he did
1: He might. He does disappear because she eventually, Connie, eventually decides to stick around and, I don't know, raise her children? Yeah,
0: because she was only seeing her kids on weekends. Because I don't think the husband, because the husband was dead, right? Her Mm -hmm. first husband, Mm -hmm. they killed him in the first movie. So, like, he's not raising the kids. I don't know who is taking care of her children.
1: I think it's Kay. Is that the impression that we're supposed to get? Kay. Is that the impression that I get? The
2: impression that I
1: get. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think I think it's Michael's wife, uh, but I'm not totally sure. Either way, the kids are being taken care of while Connie goes off and, and does her thing. Yeah. <laughs> her thing. See, this is why I'm also confused. Like her first husband is dead, but then Michael says some shit about like the ink isn't even dry in your divorce papers yet. So have there been like two husbands already in Connie's life? Wait,
2: so he's not dead.
1: No, man, he, like, they kill him in the first movie. But
0: why would the divorce papers be dropped?
1: That's what I'm trying to say, bitch. Oh, so he... Like, well, maybe... Wow. Does she remarry already?
0: Or maybe she just he just doesn't want to be like, after I knocked off your husband. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. But she knows, because she's yeah. mad
1: about it. She's, yeah. like, really mad at the end of the first movie, right? Um, She knows that and this is when we get the diane keaton moment where like the door closes and that's pretty much the end of the last film yeah yeah huh i didn't even recognize connie in this movie she is a completely different character yeah
2: she looked way different
1: yeah she's all like hollywood (laughs) Hollywood? it's a glow up you know she's got like the short hair
2: excuse me you thought that was a glow up
1: yeah, I think it's a glow-up. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, she's messier, but <laughs> <laughs> appearance-wise, she's, she's looking good. I don't think so. Really? No,
2: I think she's looking tired the whole time.
1: I think everybody in this movie looks better. Kay looks better because um, she doesn't have the five head going on. She does something different with her hair. Um, Yo,
2: there's a sign somewhere later in the movie that says, Black Eye Specialist. And that's who she is. She's she a black eye specialist. Bla-
1: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't even know. Doesn't mean they punch you out. Like what does it mean? But the
2: uh Mondre the um Green of it is a black guy specialist.
1: Yeah. So
2: I thought it might There's have been no black something- people in this movie.
1: No. No there no. are not. No. There's
2: Black Italianos. No. No, that's not a thing. Not even. That's a Prince Paul invention.
1: Aw. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be stated, we just saw Wu-Tang and Nas and Buster Rhymes together, yeah. so I feel like there are going to be a lot of hip-hop references. Yeah, I want to, uh, yeah. Also because it's the godfather. Like, that's that's inherent.
2: Yeah, I th- I want to say it's really kind of interesting that uh, Tom's in town. We uh, love Wu-Tang, always have. And we went to the show together, and the thread is gangster stuff, you know, Scarface, Godfather, uh, and the like. Kind of cool to watch this after going to that big-ass party that was Busta Rhymes, Nas, and Wu-Tang Clan.
1: yeah. Let's
2: And I don't think I've ever said Wu Tang Clan like Wu
1: Tang Clan <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wu
1: Tang Let's just walk through this a little bit cuz I'm still confused or,
0: about what the plot
1: Well, about like just even random things like there's this moment when they're in Cuba. Um Vito is in Cuba and they're just passing a gold phone around a table. Why?
0: It was like okay. what was it, that? it was a gift from So like my uh, that scene, I think, is like the, I don't know if the president is there, but it's like some kind of like governing, government body in Cuba. And all the, the people around that weren't Cuban are like Americans that have business interests in Cuba. So uh, someone like gave him the gold phone as a gift. probably Because like, I think they talked about like uh, at and and Bell and some other like hmm. communication companies. So someone gave him the gold phone as a gift. And I think it's just to symbolize that like, hey, like the government here is corrupt. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like they're and they're all sharing
2: in the corruption because they're passing it around, right? I don't know, man. That's
0: something old people do, you know. Like they just like they get like a gift and they pass it around so they all can look at it. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) boomers.
1: This is like older than that, Ryan. This is this is older than even that. It's bizarre to me. They also do this with the cake um, while they're in Cuba um, with uh, Hyman. Hyman turns. Yeah. However old he turns, he I has a questioned,
2: birthday. when I first heard the name of that character, I was like, is this some racist shit? Is this the real name? Or are they just like kind of trying to refer to a guy? You yeah. Know?
1: Hyman Roth. Ugh. Which sounds expensive. Um What? I'm saying like Hyman Roth. I heard the name and I was like, oh, okay, like a Roth IRA. So I thought, like, that's yeah, who it this- was
0: named after. Actually, uh, the- is it really? no, no, no,
1: no, uh, no, no. But see, I-
0: Hyman's
2: Roth would only have four hundred and twenty dollars in it.
1: <laughs> that's true. I mean, it might be like four hundred and twenty thousand dollars. We don't know.
2: Uh, well, he only put four hundred and twenty in it. So whatever the growth is, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um,
2: but he paid the taxes
0: up front, so you know that's kind of a good deal. Exactly on four (laughs) twenty, nothing probably. I mean,
1: he just sounded expensive. So immediately, I'm just interested in who this character is and like how this all plays out. I still don't fully understand how um, we come to understand that Hyman put a hit out on Michael and his family.
2: Okay, was that actually true? Because they really tried to ride the line. On who did it and who set him up? Fredo was there talking yeah. to people, and then uh, Hyman was. Um, I mean, so, he had he had an interest in doing it, but who knows?
0: I'm pretty sure that it was Hyman set it up, and Fredo probably got the information from Fredo because remember he was talking to Fredo on the so phone. So he he
2: helped push it along, but he had no idea. I no, I mean. That's crazy because Fredo had to know whatever he's involved with is going to get back to his brother eventually. It's going to hurt his brother eventually.
1: I thought it was really cool how we find out that Fredo is responsible or was an informant.
0: I feel like we found that out really early. (laughs) That was just a running thread. I guess how Michael finds it out.
1: Yeah. We were like at a club, there's dancing going on. um, And some guy just passively asks him, like, Hey, how did you find this place? And he's like, Oh, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny hooked. Everything up, and he told me about this place. A guy he Meanwhile, said, he done, he no, know, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and he's like, he always says Roth would never come to a place like this. And he's like, Oh, you told me earlier, yeah, you did. he like, he kind of realized that earlier, he said, Yo, I don't know that guy, I don't know Hyman Roth, yeah, hmm.
1: yeah, or or this guy Johnny. Um, it's just like a character we don't see, but is such an important role. Like, it's how we figure out that Fredo is being sketchy. Delivering information to convenient
2: I mean. plot devices.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: but it's it's subtle. You know, I feel like a, like a lot of movies will really beat you over the head with things, and that the, the yeah. subtlety is kind of appreciated.
2: I'm glad you said that because I I think. That's why I like this one more. I agree with people that this is a better film. Because the subtleties of this, nothing is overt, nothing is beating you over the head, no heavy-handedness here, uh, other than the murders. I mean,
1: need I remind (laughs) you that there is a dead hooker in this film? Yeah, that's... Um, Excuse me, dead sex worker.
2: Hey. hey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Check yourself.
1: I will. Dead sex worker.
0: You riggity-rick
1: yourself. Deceased. Um.
0: That so that's actually I think supposed to be like a a parallel too back to the old movie. Uh, so you remember in the first movie, they're trying to get the deal done for the I don't remember the guy's name Tony something right? He's the stand-in for Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And He wants to get him in this movie, and he's like, yeah. "Godfather, I really want to be in this movie." Da, 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 da. And then the guy's like, "No, I'll never put him in the movie." And they kill the dude's horse and put the horse head in the bed.
1: Damn. And then he does yeah. it
0: and like i think that one of the things the movie's trying to show is that like michael's not what he once was in terms of like honor or he's getting darker right like so like in the first movie they kill a horse and they put it in this guy's bed the next one, they kill a woman who's innocent in
1: horse. so whoa you're telling me <laughs> they that they kill a oh, horse <laughs> stop it ryan you're telling me that michael had the sex worker killed
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was why they were trying to... Wouldn't it because, have been more yeah. direct, though? I mean, Cause I he, mean... Because, remember, he's trying to get the senator to do the deal, and he's like, the probably the... Actually, this will probably be my quote, too, but the... Mm-hmm. um When he's like, I offer you nothing. In fact, I, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you'd put up the money for the fees. Yeah. And the senator just walks out and is like, uh, yeah, whatever, man. Like, no. And then... Wow. So, they... Um so they they kill the the woman. He's like, I can't remember and they probably drugged him or something. I remember they're like, Oh, don't worry, you're staying at one they of those. They should have just let
2: the whore's head in the bed though. I,
1: I just assumed. <laughs> her, head was, there. her head was there too. It, should, yeah, it was, it was there, there too,
2: but it should have just been that.
1: I just assumed that it was like a lucky coincidence that this poor woman died, um, and now they have leverage over the senator. I didn't realize that like Michael actually killed this woman. I, mean, I don't
0: think it's explicit. I didn't but either. I think So you're
2: saying that he had nothing to do with it. He just woke up and there was a dead woman next to him. That's what I, I think thought so. happened. I
0: think, I, I think he had nothing to do with
2: it. I, think she, I disagree killed with him. that completely because he seemed so pervy and he seemed so defensive about everything he was saying. He was like, she was laughing. She enjoyed it. It oh. seemed like he actually perpetrated this shit to me. And, they, and this was a moment for them to bail him out. To truly say, look, you're going to continue to have these problems aren't you
1: that's what i'm kind of trying to you say know? i thought it was more of like a fate you. thing
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a hey you need us right now and you're going to need us forever this is blackmail
0: basically yeah uh, i mean it's definitely blackmail like that's definitely we're going to help you clean this up i mean that's definitely how the, the the how they used the situation however it started i think I like my interpretation. I don't really know, though. It doesn't really say in the Tom, movie. are you
2: saying you like your own opinions?
0: Yeah, my my own opinions are actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I agree it. with that.
1: Um, I don't think it matters either way. Really, it's just like this moment to advance the plot and we understand that they have the senator in their pocket. Um, yeah. And then yeah. later when we get to the trial scene, I've the got senator, a senator in my pocket. And that's what I'm trying to say. Um. Later, when they are uh, there in what court. is the other
2: hand holding, though? If you got a senator in your pocket,
1: um, a cigarette. <laughs> Probably in this a movie. <laughs> <science>. Probably. <laughs>
2: um,
1: a cigar, a giant cigar. I want to go back and watch this movie solely so I can count how many cigars are in this film. Um, but now we get to the court scene later, and the senator doesn't like come out and fight for the Corleone family, but he does stand up and give this big speech about like how important Italian-American immigrants <laughs> are to the community yeah. um, and, and to the country. Yeah. So he's not outright supporting them, but he is...
2: He's trying to make it safe for their people. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's trying sure. to paint a better picture of Italians in general so uh, there's no assumptions. So there's fewer assumptions about who may be... Uh, in charge of
0: things.
1: Yeah, it's Yeah, and I think that's probably line. why
0: he he doesn't participate in the hearing too. He's like, "Oh, I got a meeting for my own committee. I got to go to, sorry." Yeah. And it's yeah. probably because he that way he doesn't have to he, he doesn't have to ask questions, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Right, cuz I'm sure there are pictures with the senator and Michael together. That seems
2: uh... It was so funny. Like that that's one of my favorite arcs in this movie is uh, him mispronouncing the names intentionally getting shit wrong. Yeah. Trying to play big boss around the homie saying, Hey, uh, I'm not afraid of you guys. This is a different area. You don't need, you know, you came here trying to do this shit and I see you to, oh my God, like now I'm so subver- sub subservient that it's ridiculous and mm-hmm. it's embarrassing.
1: Uh and, and then when he's like in the office with Michael and Michael's guys um one he he says a lot of racist shit but two he says the name correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows like he knew how to pronounce the name the whole time he was That's what I'm saying. He shows himself. He, he
2: shows exactly what he's trying to do. Yeah. Uh and
1: That is some professional grade A racism. I think yeah. they did a really good job writing that character.
2: That was kind of the first moment, too, for me, where I was looking at Michael plotting and planning. He he played it so cool. And I'm like, I know he's going to do something. What is he going to do? Because <laughs> he's taking this. He's taking all of this uh, pseudo manipulation by this guy. And you know, as the viewer, that there's no way he's getting the upper hand on Michael. So, yeah, and then we see it play out in the whole hooker scene, which is crazy, because I, I didn't think about it as, you know, orchestrated. Uh, to me, I thought he actually did
0: it, and they were bailing him out. There's a scene where, like, there's, like, he they look to the dude in the bathroom or something like that, and he kind of, like, gives him a look that makes me think – that is one of the reasons why I think that, that they orchestrated it. I, and I – I could it's believe it's really it. it's really short, though. It's yeah. like, I mean, and you could interpret it multiple ways. But I, I could believe that as a truth. But
2: yeah, my initial interpretation was different. Uh, very interesting. Um, what it's, else? I mean, Jesus, there is so much happening in this movie. Uh, it moves a little slowly, but
1: I was far more interested in Vito's story. So okay. anytime we jump into that space, it was really interesting. I feel like that space is far more artsy. It's yeah. more artistic. Um the uh
2: Oh I'm so glad you said that because this is just a film.
1: Yeah. This
2: thing soaks it, It's the, almost like two movies. Yes. yes. I mean it's almost long enough to be but two it, movies. It, it, yeah. it, it, right. And I thought about that. Like you could have made two different movies. No, you could not.
1: I think now I that. think now they would have. I think These they are would have made snakes. like a prequel. Twin Snakes. Hey man. <laughs> um, I think they would have made a prequel if this was made now. And it would all be like Vito's story no, and like how we got here. you can't do
2: it. No, I understand why this movie is made the way it is. I get it. Yeah. I fully understand. I it.
1: do think it's better this way. Yeah, but I think we're um, I, I don't know. It, there's too much of a fear that it would be confusing. Even with it done in blocks like you were saying, Tom. Um, yeah. Well, I think now
2: you could make it a series. You could make it like an eight part thing on HBO or something.
1: Yeah, and yeah. then do like they did with Game of Thrones, yeah, have a, a prequel series. That had a
0: great ending, so I don't really see why they don't do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well,
2: this wasn't ever as dark as, you know, one of the uh, final episodes of Game of Thrones, but, um, and I mean literally dark. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was plenty Man. of light in this. Uh, they knew how to shoot this. This thing... I don't think you can separate like you said, it is a uh rise story and a fall story.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And while I don't understand so much the fall aspect of that, to me I think Michael is sustaining or just living, but I get it. It's it's becoming problematic now. So we're that is
1: that's a I guess fall. the yeah. decline.
2: The beginning of the decline at the very least. So uh yeah, I think the contrast of that, it, it makes it superior to the first one because you have too much to play with here and, and too much to think about. And it really is fascinating. Uh, while it gets political, I mean, we also have just kind of absurd stuff too, right?
1: Sure. Yeah, but I think one of the more confusing parts about all all of this is, yes, we have this rise and fall story and that's really powerful, but all of the symbols that I generally look for in a movie are somehow reversed here. We have this moment where Michael kisses his brother Fredo who has betrayed him and he is the one doing the Judas's kiss, right? And this is Michael's downfall. I
2: think it's because there's an interesting arc where he starts to call him out for the stuff and shun him in some ways. Sure, and he, and then it, it, that's kind of like a hey, you fucked up. Yeah, this is your punishment. And then he continues to be a f- you know fuck up anyway. Yeah. So now he has to take control, and
1: it really mark just him. he it, marks yeah. him
2: by kissing him. Right.
1: It shows what a rat Fredo is because he still sticks around. Like even after uh, the mom dies,
2: it is the best situation for him. Is what he feels. Well, he's also gaslit a, a bit by Michael because Michael tells him, "You're better off being here waiting for yourself to die, than going out there and letting us chase you because it's going to get you know too ugly there."
1: Damn. Yeah. And, and then the other like uh, Christian symbol is that he dies while on a fishing trip. Right, like he's out in the middle of the water.
2: So that's the other symbolic thing of the Godfather series. I think the orange thing is big. You know, the uh, Godfather in the orange field, right? Yeah. Um, The restaurant scene,
0: Mm -hmm. the lots of scenes with the oranges.
2: Yeah, but when I see stuff parodied of Godfather in general, I didn't realize that the boat thing was Godfather.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But of all the things, I mean. There's really not much else from the sequel, from Godfather Two, other than the boat thing. What gets parodied? Like, what do you? What else do you see elsewhere?
1: Uh, the shaking of the brother. <laughs> I, I think we see that. Like, like if it's just a silly, I don't know, like a farce of this.
2: All I could think mm-hmm. of was Black Jesus, where he shakes Chandler.
1: There you go. Yeah fantastic example that
2: but uh yeah otherwise that's i don't think that's so specific but
0: um i feel like the, i offer you nothing that quote is in a lot of stuff that's, okay. a, that's a pretty famous quote from the movie yeah that yeah. scene there are fewer iconic things i think from
2: this movie movie uh versus the first one where it's just brando is killing it you know yeah. with the character acting and uh giving you these bold moments all the time. This is very subtle. This is a filmmaker's movie. This is a, uh, if this was independent, this would be the greatest thing of all time, right? But uh, this is still big budget. They just, they put all the budget into making it real. Everything feels so genuine.
1: Yeah, You know what I mean?
2: Like, Situationally, visually, you know, we're set in these places and you feel like you're there for a lot of this stuff. It's
0: so cool.
1: They have time period accurate wallpaper. Mm-hmm. That's madness to me.
0: Well, it was probably easier to find it. In- then yes. yeah yeah you know I mean? yeah, then it would be now yeah, for sure. N- if now you want to go <laughs> <and> find, go <laughs> recreate like a yeah. 1958 kitchen? You'd be like, oh, my uh, God, machines crap. Crap. were still there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm sure it was like easier to recreate Cuba. Probably because that's still like yeah. isolated in that time period. Or, yeah. or at least it was a few years ago. Um Well, I
2: don't did they go to Cuba? I don't that's think so. That's a good so. question. They uh, couldn't. No, no, no. They did they definitely yeah. did not So film where in Cuba. are they? They're probably was, in Miami in or something in Miami. Somewhere, somewhere in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. In
1: Miami trick. Miami trick. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this does seem like it cost more, not just because there's more like hits and more scenes and more uh, I don't know sets, but also because like the furniture, it's more accurate and it's more extravagant. And the costumes, they're more accurate and more extravagant. We see more cars, um, and, and not only are there more cars, it's cars from two totally different time periods.
0: It probably was. I mean, I, I think I looked it up. The budget was like thirteen million dollars. Which Jesus, wow! I, but I mean, that's also nineteen seventy-four or something
2: like that. That's so, a like, lot.
1: Yeah. But, wow. Yeah.
2: It's still pretty good yeah just the look i mean god you can't get better film than this
1: (laughs) no no seriously and the fact that they had to make sets for two completely different time periods that still blows my mind and i feel like for that reason that's that's the best justification i have as to why i believe they would do this as two separate movies now
0: it, it would all just be on green screen now, and then,
1: <laughs> yeah, they, sure.
0: they would never, they would never go to either place.
1: You would, yeah. Do, yeah I think they would actually
2: do it as a, uh, you know, twelve to fourteen part thing, and um, have the flashes.
1: Sure, maybe less,
2: less frequently. Like you'd still have both stories told with, throughout a whole season, right?
1: Yeah. Can. Um Tom, would you be able to tell me if the last scene where we find out that Michael signed up for the Marines, if that was shot while they were filming the first movie? It, it wasn't. Okay, I know
0: that for sure because so Marlon it Bra- didn't seem like it. Anyway, Marlon Brando so. was supposed to be in that scene actually. A what? Um, but he didn't show up. Well, damn. So like that's why they, they, they so they rewrote it on the spot. So like when he was going, hey, he's here, and they're playing, singing the song and all that. Yeah, I think that's his dad showing up. Yeah. And but like he wasn't actually there, so they just had to allude to him being there. Whoa That's somehow so
1: much more powerful.
0: That's crazy.
1: Wow. I see I thought that was just a move. Like it shows how isolated Michael feels.
0: Jesus. Yeah. So that that was so he was actually supposed to be in that scene and then wasn't.
1: Damn, dude. Wow. No, I think it's even better that he's just not in this movie at all. Um, partially because like happy retirement mark. I mean he's there. But-
0: it's
2: just not the old
0: version of him. Yeah, right? I think it had something to do with like he had some issue with Paramount or something. I, mm. I don't know. I, I think that's why he didn't show up. I don't think it had anything to do with the movie per se. But yeah, I okay. think that's okay though.
2: I, I, I'm okay. You know, it would have been kind of a tease anyway just to have him yeah, in there for a second
0: because he he's not really a very verbal character anyway in the movie. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Yeah, he'd just be there and, and he'd the, like, kind of look grumpy then and like, we had that direct comparison <laughs> yeah. with the
2: younger version being mm-hmm. De Niro yeah you, you probably yeah, don't
0: the, need that. the other thing that's interesting about that so like De Niro won an Oscar and so did Marlon Brando and uh, wow. at least for at, these at, movies for both the, for these movies and it's the only time that two different actors have so won an Oscar character. for the same character
1: that's cool. I thought Bobby D was great. He I was thought fucking he was awesome. Amazing. Um when he puts his hand on his face, um, just like how Marlon Brando did, like fantastic mm. job. He starts to get the voice more like yeah. as he ages into the character. Yeah. Everything about his performance is so convincing and draws me in
2: so that's why I like your idea of having two different movies just to like see the timeline and have it yeah. all together like I think that'd be interesting, but I think as a film mm-hmm. it serves it to twist and tie together all this stuff um and you know have those juxtapositions uh but yeah, it would be cool to just watch.
1: That's like the key element to a, a fancy movie though, right? Like I need to think of a better word for fancy, but like that's the key element to a fancy movie is like time jumps. Kaylee, right?
2: you are a better word for
0: fancy.
1: Oh, thank you. It's me. Um, I, I, am, I am she. So
0: one, one of the things I think is interesting is like the Vito Corleone is like clearly kind of a hero arc. Like he's kind of the, the, Gangster with a heart of gold, you know? Right. like yeah. He doesn't really. Well, he was really, supposed to be a simple he, kid, right? Yeah, he's but, a yeah.
1: Robin Hood. But he never really, yeah, he
0: never really does anything that's like objectionable, really. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's even when true. he's committing crimes, like he doesn't, he's always like, because the Fanucci guy who like is kind of almost like a comically over the top bad gangster, they're like, well, yeah. if he's Italian, why is he, why is he hassling other Italians? And like, <laughs> you know, why, why is he, you know, oh, he's just. He's just hurting all these people that don't have any money. Like, well, he's a bad guy. And, like, they kind of go out of their way to show he's a bad guy. So, by the time he ends up killing him, Mm -hmm. like, it's like, oh, yeah, like, he's getting rid of this dude that's, like, (laughs) holding everybody back. And then the next scene is, like, he's helping an old lady. Like, he's using Mm -hmm. his power to help an old lady get her rent. Reduced in her apartment and it's keep a her dog.
2: Sh- it's a shift in the paradigm of uh, the mob mentality. Uh, let's help the community, but also siphon money out of it like the other guy did. Yeah. Uh, but let's be like nicer about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. It's creating um, debts of loyalty instead yes. of debts of money. Right.
2: That's Which is actually way more Yeah, powerful. the social currency above the physical currency. Like he doesn't. The, he uh, yeah.
1: He doesn't want your money. He wants currency. your life. Like he wants your service. That's such a higher. It is cost. different. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, because the the guy that he takes over, you know, uh, is a scumbag. He sucks. Nobody likes him. He's out
1: here no. in a white suit eating fruit and stuff like. Guy has no problems. And then he uh, gets shot
2: in the cheek. You're gonna really have to stop me from making like capitalism versus communism metaphors here. Sure.
1: Uh, I it's kinda there. Or yeah.
2: recognizing this metaphors here.
1: Right. I'm hmm. We talk about the trade of services and entering a social contract. Fanucci. Forces people into a social contract in which they pay him tax and he's supposed to provide protection. We never see the protection that he provides. So it uh, invalidates the social contract. And without getting into like protection I mean, the, protect, shit, I mean, the protection is from him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I will fuck with you. Yeah, he's yeah. Like exactly. you're protecting him from himself. Yep.
1: Yeah. And Isn't... when the tax goes towards protecting the people from the ruling power.
2: It's, hey, it's, uh, instead of I'm creating a problem and telling you to pay me to prevent it, it's let's all agree that we don't want any problems. I'm going to help you solve one of your problems in the future Mm -hmm. when you help me right now.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, And it is a form of socialism. It's everybody pitching in together and, okay, we're going to build up the whole community. Yeah. And we're all going to work together. It's not about the money. It's not about monetary value. It's about work. But it
2: does become that provide. at some point. So, you know, what we're missing is the in between. Is that what Godfather 3 is?
0: Uh, you know, honestly, I've never seen Godfather 3 all the way
1: through. <gasps> wow. Fuck me, dude. It's fun. Okay. I, I was
2: going to say, we're not doing that. <laughs> But are we doing that now? We
1: might be. Uh, well, like, bitch, we might. Well,
2: who, who, are we, who are you going to bring in to show it to you? All right. Let's take a second real quick. Kaylee, what is your highlight for this movie?
1: Dude, I feel like I already talked about it, um, and that's my bad. But just the visuals that we have, I'm in love with the fucking wallpaper. Like, it's so <laughs> cool. It's amazing. The and simplest thing. I love the, the movie, mid-century the architecture. I love, you know, this time period for interior design <laughs> and costumes. I think they did such a cool job. I mean, like the Don Michael is wearing this very textured suit at one point. I just want to like reach through the TV and touch it. It, it makes it. I
2: love that suit. You're talking about the gray one. It, yeah, yeah, yeah that is a great it's suit. So
1: real. That's uh, great. No, visually...
2: It was great.
1: It was great. Mm-hmm. Suits, they're great. No, I, I loved it. The sets, incredible. But being on Lake Tahoe for most of the movie, ah, fantastic. Low lights. Low lights, man. Um, There's this scene with the little baby um, who has pneumonia. No. Oh, is I, that what
0: they were doing with the... Thing on its chest with the burn. I was yeah. trying to figure that out.
1: I don't know what that was, but I, I don't care. It pneumonia. What parent signed their bebe up for this? Yeah. That's madness.
2: Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and uh, transition in reverse to my highlight low lights. I'm going to start with my low lights to piggyback on that because. Go for it. Ew. No, thank you. <laughs> that hurt to watch. Uh, yeah. That. And it was so strange because, all right, the medical holistic professionals, whatever they are, are doing it. The mother is there kind of helping. You she's know, holding the holding the baby. Arms. Yeah, holding the baby down. That's how she's helping, I guess. And then the dad is just traumatized by it. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is traumatic for both parents. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. But uh, that sucked. That was a really difficult scene to get through. Um, And I wish they would have not had it.
1: This is why I don't... I'm so glad that we have a daughter and we didn't have a son so we wouldn't have to make that decision. You're so glad that
2: we have a daughter and didn't have a son.
1: Yes, I am. I I, I say this on a regular... Anytime... Some person at the grocery store asked me if I'm trying for a boy, which happened the other day. I say no, I got it right the first time. But no, I I never want to experience the choice of like circumcision or no circumcision, <laughs> right? Like that's I don't I don't know how you parents of boys wait do how it. did
2: you get through the choice of female circumcision or no
1: circumcision? <laughs> <laughs> we are not living in like a post Kellogg society.
2: Oh, that's how you got through it. Your yeah. privilege?
1: Yeah, my no privilege. <laughs> um,
2: Didn't even have to have that conversation. Fair
1: point, man. That's how we got through it. Yeah, what a nice world um, I happen to exist in.
2: Doodly. All right, so now highlight. I have to go, since I'm going in reverse, uh, my highlight is the tiny car scene. So, <laughs> very early in the movie. <laughs> We we're like shifting through some weird shit and he just walks up like we finally see Al Pacino and he walks up on the front yard of his house I guess and there's just this tiny little power wheels type thing. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so surreal. It felt like it was it this could have been a different type of movie. Uh more of a
0: psychedelic movie. I think it was supposed to signify that he'd missed Christmas? Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. remember, the guy was like, oh, What'd you get him for Christmas? So I know. And he was like, Oh, it's a little electric car thing. Like,
1: Okay. And then
0: that, yeah. And, and it that, was like
2: tucked in the grass, yeah, right? Like, yeah, and it's, it was like kinda,
0: it's like covered in snow. And yeah.
1: Stuff. Damn. That
2: scene was crazy. So yeah, I enjoyed that.
1: I mean, one of y'all said, Oh, man, they shrunk his car. <laughs>
2: <That's>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just he, he looks
1: like at it and he's what's really sad right yeah.
2: now. This, yeah. this could be a more fun movie. Uh, Tom you got highlights and
0: lowlights I'm going to go with the other car scene Where Robert De Niro is driving And then uh, Don Fanucci Just like jumps into the car with him (laughs) Oh yeah yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) Like we had to rewind it He he runs up to it but it seemed like he just Was on the side of it the whole time And just popped up
0: Also when the kid yells like ow my ding dong Or something like that (laughs) Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we'll have to stable that. Yeah,
2: I had that uh marked uh where is it's It's around like two hours and
1: yeah. yeah, it's two fifteen.
2: That shit is crazy. Speaking of cars, in the first movie, you couldn't get in a car practically without dying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> None of that in
2: this movie. Thank yeah. goodness. They they redeemed themselves and kind of learned from that. That that's a cheap move to die in a car.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They matured. <laughs>
1: It it felt a lot better. Um, Tom, what's your low light for the movie? I
0: would say that probably the hardest scene for me to watch is kind of like when uh, him and Kay are like arguing and then he's like getting them out of the, you know, and like, because he turns into like, uh, what's his sister's name, Connie? Like Connie's husband, right? Where like he hits her because he gets so mad when like, that was, you know, like, oh, like, like, no, that's wrong for somebody to do. And they basically kill the guy for it. And then by the end of this movie, he's doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um,
1: we get that final scene where, yet again, a door gets shut in Kay's face. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how the movie ends.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but this time, she's, like, separated from her children. I agree. That was hard to yeah. watch.
2: Yeah. Speaking of how the movie ends, it's not really the greatest of endings. It really does kind of seem like they want you to watch another one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one really does feel, this one feels way more like it opens into a, a potential sequel. Than, yeah, the first than the one, first not longer,
2: as much. Yeah. Uh, while it, it starts, I think this movie's great. I think it starts well, and it and it ends well, but not as well, I guess. All right, Kaylee.
1: Yeah, man.
2: What are we thinking?
1: Yeah, are you asking me would I run away or make this bitch famous? Is that is that what you were trying to ask me? Right I'm implying <laughs> to
2: try to insinuate that I could uh, entertain the idea of listening to you, maybe letting us know if you were thinking about anything like that.
1: Okay, so I'm running away. I don't think I'm ever going to watch this movie again. For real, for real? For real, for real. I think it's beautiful. And um, yeah, I think it's like acid. You try it once and then you never do that shit again. Mm. Um yeah, it was fun. It was very visual. It was a great experience. I'm glad that I did it. But do I need to do it again? No. Hmm. No. Yeah, what about you, Ryan?
2: I am going to celebrate the hell out of this. I thought this was...
1: Damn, Tom, good job. <laughs> this
2: was the mature version of the first movie. This was the like heady version of this world. This was solidifying what this world even is. Because... The first one is cartoonish and fun compared to this. This mm. is a fucking movie. This is gritty and like all the stuff I think they were using and playing with in the first movie just works better here. Okay. Yeah, I like this, especially the whole interweaving timelines and the parallels of the lives, like I, that shit blew me away. I I thought this was awesome. Uh De Niro and Pacino De Niro plus Pacino is mm-hmm. greater than Brando.
1: Wow. Okay. Tom, I can't tell you like how many times I've heard Ryan say he hates gangster movies. So this is a shock.
2: This is not a gangster movie. It's a movie about family. That's right. <laughs> this is akin to Fast and the Furious.
1: Uh it's more akin to Olive Garden. It's honey when I you're the there, Car. This is the Olive you Garden of be- <laughs> movies. <laughs> honey, I
2: when you're the watching car. it, you're family. That's yeah. true. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of olive eating in this movie. (laughs) They go to like is that a euphemism? Oh no, no, no! Maybe let
2: me eat your olive. (laughs) I'm gonna make you olive
1: oil. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting! Um, This movie made me want spaghetti. What they? (laughs) There's this little scene where they're like kind of barely eating spaghetti, and now I have like the biggest craving. I just I, I we want... came to a
2: conclusion too that spaghetti oh. is actually probably is probably better in smaller portions.
1: Yes, it should be an appetizer. It should like come in one a meatball, small bowl,
2: little or veggie meatball for all of our vegan friends, um which we are also friends of ourselves. Are you? Um, <laughs> you put that one meatball on like a little dash of spaghetti and a dash of sauce right there.
1: Yeah. and you're good. With a little bit of measure. And- but we
2: grew up poor, so we grew up eating whole plates of spaghetti,
1: <laughs> like giant bowls.
0: And it's not that way. You shouldn't do it that
1: way. Yeah, no. Um, Tom, would you run away or would you make this bitch famous?
0: Uh, I'd make it famous, of course. <laughs> I brought the movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, you could have changed your mind. Yeah, yeah. but no. I li- well, I will say that watching it again, like it does, kind of make you. I've I've always never watched Godfather three because like everyone's like it's bad don't watch it and I'm like okay I won't watch it but now I'm like mm. kind of curious <laughs> yeah <laughs> you gotta you know, try. even though like I expect it to be bad I'm like I kind of want to know what happens <laughs> kind of see where this
2: is going now
1: that's why I'm trying to say this is like Star Wars I feel like Godfather three is gonna be like Episode three we know mm. it's bad we're going to watch it anyway
2: okay here we are Kaylee.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to watch the third movie? Are, what are we are, watching? Are we, yeah, uh, what are we going to watch next? What next?
0: Uh, I guess if I you asked me a movie you I know you haven't seen, it would be, because I know you haven't seen it, and I know you haven't seen it. Yeah. It would be a completely different change-up, though. Evangelion 1.11, <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs>
1: I like this idea. Evangelion
2: stepping our toes into the anime world on this podcast. We're gonna
1: attract a very different audience from our um, Godfather audience. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's gonna be really fun. Okay, cool, man. Well, uh, yeah. Next time you're in town, probably around the holiday, I would assume.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) we'll get that shit done. Evangelion, huh?
1: Christmas and robots. I like oh, it. Yeah. yeah, lights. Yeah, lights. La 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 la. Lights. <laughs> Tom, this has been awesome. I do feel like I did learn something more about you with this viewing. I, I learned that you have an appreciation for cinema, and I don't necessarily feel like that was something I knew about you. You before, just learned like, Nah, like I knew you like movies and shit, but like everybody likes movies. What? Yeah, Tom, I feel like I have learned that you like cinema. Right and, and you have like a a dedication to watching film,
2: I feel like we've been had known that
1: I've- i sh- have i done
2: known. maybe I relearned I've been known. who knows
1: yeah, 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 either way, thank you so much for sharing, and I'm excited for our next episode with you. It should be fun, yeah, uh, in a completely
0: different vibe, so that'll be <laughs> that, that'll be.
2: Definitely new territory.
1: Yeah, yeah. Andiga. I feel like I'm going to be just as confused. It's just Perhaps hard. more
2: confused. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would think it's shorter than this it's movie. It's much so. shorter, much, much shorter. It's
1: probably, oh, half the, it's probably okay. less than half as long. This was a trek. Um, <laughs> like right after the intermission, I'm like dozing it's off. It's a
0: good 80 minutes or something like
2: that. <laughs> Well, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can hit us up on the socials. Uh, Look what you made me view on Instagram and Gmail dot uh, Yeah, check us out. These fucking guest episodes are awesome. Having Tom here is great. Looking forward to the next one. Keep the listening up. I think is what people might say.
1: Keep listening to our voices.
2: Do not stop listening to us.
1: <laughs>
0: I think you you have to tell them to give you five star ratings. And then subscribe. smash that subscribe button.
2: Smash Hit that, that bell. Bell. Yeah, we gotta slut ourselves. Wait, what am I
1: saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how you end up dead in the godfather Buy some internet
2: cereal. You know,
1: normal podcasts. Internet podcast cereal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, I, I'm gonna buy some internet king vitamins.
1: Check out our NFTs. Everybody, thanks for listening. We love you. Yeah, bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Boing, boing. I
0: need them.